0: This is Brooklyn, St. Michael with the School of Aquaponics, and this is Ask the Aquaponics God. Preventing you from becoming a biscuit-headed grower. Now, some of you guys haven't heard that in a long time. I'm bringing that back out. We're going to be going through some of the comments, um, some of the emails. I get a lot of questions, and I just don't have time to answer all of them, you know, typing and doing that all the time. So it's best when I get on here and um, provide an answer for everyone so everyone can hear at the same time and I can give a reference for everyone to go to if they have a question that um, pertains to something that that I've already went over. So we're jumping back into Ask the Aquaponics God. I'm pumped about this. At the end of this and any of the other um, videos, you guys leave comments, questions, um, and then I'll grab the more more, uh, pertinent ones and then I'll add those to the show and answer those so everyone else who has an ear can hear all right so with that being said we're gonna jump into some of the questions right now I got my computer with me the laptop I'm gonna be going in here and um, reading off some of the questions and then breaking it down all right come on we about to talk aquaponics I could feel it right now hold on Woo! let's get to the first question right this is from amni love it says so if the Nile Tilapia grows faster, do they require more feeding and special care? So this is a question that comes off of the video that I made about Tilapia. It's called Let's Talk Tilapia. Went over some of the, um, a few of the details about the Tilapia species in there. And then I mentioned that the Nile Tilapia do grow faster. And that is the, um, or they the fastest growing uh, Tilapia species. And that's the primary reason that they're used for the majority of commercial um, aquaculture um, systems or uh, aquaponic systems as well, right? You get fast growth, which means you can get to the market faster, which means you can get paid faster. And that's what it boils, boils down to when we're talking about um, a commercial venture. But in this case, do they require more feed? The simple answer to that is no, they don't require more feed. So. Let's say if we have, uh, we're growing tilapia, we're growing, you know, a blue uh, tilapia and a Nile tilapia. The Nile tilapia, just for instance, for example, we'll say that it takes maybe, let's just say six months to grow to a pound. Um, And it has a feed conversion ratio of about two. So that means you had to put two pounds of uh, feed in, in order for it to get that one pound of growth. Right? And it took six months. A blue tilapia, we'll just say, for example, that it may take eight months and but the feed conversion ratio is the same it still took two pounds to get that one pound of growth the only difference is that now tilapia you had to feed it 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 took up that two pounds of feed at a faster rate six months you know uh, uh, in comparison to eight months so that's where the difference comes in you just you're you're not gonna be feeding it uh, you're not gonna be feeding it more you're just gonna be feeding what you're supposed to feed it but at a faster rate that's pretty much that all that's gonna be happening now is there any special type of care that's required for the uh, Nile Tilapia. It's gonna be the same as any other type of um, tilapia species that we grow. The only thing that um, with, the, with the Nile Tilapia is that they're not gonna be as hardy when it comes to lower temperatures. So you're gonna have to keep that in mind. Pretty much below 50 degrees Fahrenheit you're gonna have some tilapia that are biting the dust. Right? And, and uh, opposed to um, a blue tilapia which could you know they can go down a few degrees lower with the lower temperatures they can you know they're they're a little bit more hardy when it comes to the uh, the water temperature you know as far as the the cold range goes so that's what the Nile Tilapia you know is just a faster growing uh, species and if you're in for uh, you know a commercial setup or you're really trying to get you know your tilapia out pumped in and out then you're gonna want the Nile Tilapia all right so let's move on to the next one the next one from swizzle Zero, zero, 0011. I've been staring hard at that kale. Hold on one second, man. You got your eyes on my kale, man. You gotta grow your own. can look get your eyes on mine. Staring at mine ain't gonna get you no veggies in your system. You gotta get your own, swizzle 011. Zero, zero, one, one. Alright? I love your teachings, man. I have your book. Watch literally all your videos. I have a small system going now. And would definitely love to create something perhaps commercial once I get the land and capital. But Brooklyn, you have to do a live stream for real. Everybody's got questions and you've got answers. In my case, I would like to hear your thoughts on microgreens and aquaponics, as I've heard you mention them before. Now, in the case with the live stream, listen, I've got this request a few times. And um, it's something that's in the back of my mind, but right now, I just don't have the time for it. I just don't have the time to do live. I know y'all want y'all want to have a party. So y'all want to have the aquaponics live stream party. You know, I might get to it, you know, uh, maybe next year or the year after, but I just don't have the time. The time, it doesn't make sense for me to do it right now, but it's still in the back of my mind. So I got that in there, and, um, you know, whenever the time comes, we will have that aquaponics party. We'll be on there live and partying, right? Right? But as far as the microgreens goes, I'm not sure what video you're referring to when I discuss microgreens. I don't remember discussing too much in uh, detail about microgreens, but maybe I have. So I'm not really sure about um, the video that you're talking about or what you're discussing. But here's the uh, the kicker with microgreens. Now microgreens, for some of you guys that don't know, microgreens are... Um, they're pretty much the intermediate step between, you know, a sprout and like a baby salad green. They're that middle, you know, that middle uh, a partition in between there. So um, what happens with microgreens is, I'll, I'll try to break it down like this. A seed, it has an embryo in it, and in that embryo, there's stored nutrients, right, that it has... Received from its parent plant after the plant has went to seed and produce seed that mother plant Provides those nutrients to that um, to those seeds and the embryo it stores it now as the seed begins to germinate The embryo is what grows into the the plant. It's what grows into the seedling. It's what um, uh, produces the uh, the plant now you start having um, You start having your uh, your apical meristem starts to grow you start having cell division that plant it's using the stored nutrients that it gained from um, that it had in store so once it starts to grow it's using off all those nutrients and it starts to get to you know it starts to develop its cotyledons and then its first true leaves you know around that area is when you start to harvest the microgreens but at the same time is where it's just running out of uh, its food storage So as you're harvesting the microgreens it's just now running out of its food storage. So if you're talking about growing it in an aquaponic system, it's really not going to do something, do anything as far as like removing nutrient content from the aquaponic system because it's using its own reserve, right? It's using its own reserve. So a lot of times you'll see people growing microgreens and you know, they'll grow it hydroponically with just water and they'll have like these, um, some people use like cocoa fiber uh, medium, or they'll use like some uh, some wicking strips um, that they grow it in, or they use like a potting mix that has relatively, you know, low, excuse me, low amounts of nutrients in it because the plant's not going to need it for microgreens. So that's one thing you have to keep in mind. If you're expecting it to balance out your system, then that's going to be something that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. It's not going to balance your system out because it's not going to re- be removing the ammonia, the nit- uh, uh, or, or the um, or the nitrate it's not going to be taking up all those other nutrients in there right so you could take if you want to I mean if you really want to you can take system water I guess and just pour it on there and help it uh, keep the um, the medium you can keep it moist but you know it's not going to be doing anything as far as that so doing it in aquaponics you know it's really kind of futile you know it's you know it's really not going to do anything so it's just up to you on that if you have a marketing proposition where you want to say it's Michael microgreens aquaponically grown and that's what people want to hear by all means man you know go for it but you know it's not going to be doing it's not going to be creating that balance in aquaponics growing it off of microgreens so hopefully that helps you with that question on the microgreens and um you know and hopefully that that gives you guys a better perspective of what's going on now let's move on into the next one let's move on to the next one this is from Salah Mohammadi it says hi sir I have this problem with my system the plants die because of iron deficiency I did add iron but they still die. would you help me get it right I don't have the tools to check pH ammonia ammonium nutrients please sir so mr. Salah Mohammedi, I'm gonna present it to you this way and for everyone else hopefully you can get an understanding um, in the way that I'm gonna pretty much break it down to you so you'll be able to understand exactly the what the real issue is in this question that you're asking and then that you'll hopefully be able to fix it and everyone else will get the hint and be able to fix it as well if anyone else is in the same predicament now I'm gonna present it like this let's say you have an air conditioner and let's say you want it to blow cold air but it's blowing hot air something is wrong with it you don't know what's going on or maybe the outside fan on the air conditioning unit is not running or maybe the air conditioner doesn't it just doesn't turn on in general. You call over an AC technician the AC technician is gonna have a set of tools and equipment maybe a um, the pressure gauge you know your manifold maybe uh, electrical meters maybe uh, drills you know and other types of tools that's gonna allow the AC technician to do a proper diagnosis on the problem. Same thing if you go to the doctor. You know the doctor is going to have a set of tools as well. You're going to see the nurse first, they're going to have their uh, stethoscope, they're going to have you know, a blood pressure monitor and they're going to be able to use those tools and equipment to allow them to have an accurate and rapid diagnosis of whatever it is you may have. You know if you have maybe something wrong with your leg, you may have broken some bones or you know you have uh, torn some ligaments x-rays are what they're going to use to do give a proper diagnosis when it comes to aquaponics and plants water quality the aquaponic grower the high-class aquaponic grower is going to have to have a certain set of tools and equipment in order to properly know how his or her system is functioning Without those set of tools, you're going to be running around like a chicken with the head cut off. And you're going to have questions like we have here that have no definitive answer without the proper equipment equipment and tools to use to test some of the variables that we need. So for instance, your iron situation. You have an iron problem or you think you have an iron problem. We need to be able to test at least two variables to understand or two water quality parameters in order to understand what's going on with the system, right? We need at least the pH because there's two, matter of fact, there's two or three problems that could be happening that I can think of right now. We need to know the pH for one because you can have your iron you could be adding iron in there like I add for instance, I add F-E-D-D, uh, a D-T-P-A, FEDTPA FEDTPA uh, iron chelate that is only a uh, workable up to a pH of 7.5 right so if your pH is above 7.5 which you may, uh, may very well have a pH that's in the 8 or 8.5 range this chelated iron I have it right here actually this chelated iron you can pour you can pour pour it in your system until your neck falls off and it's not going to do anything if your pH is, is, is out of range we're not going to know if your pH is out of range, and if that's the culprit, if we don't have a pH testing instrument. So your pH could be high, and you could be adding all types of iron in there, and it's, the plants are unable to absorb that iron. Right? It's not it's not um, being placed in a proper pH within a proper pH parameter to where it allows it to be able to be available to the plants in the system. That's one of the issues there that you could have. The second issue that you could be having is that you could be adding iron in the system. I don't know how big your system is. You could be adding one tablespoon. Maybe you have a big, large system. I'm not sure. Maybe you, you know, you're adding one tablespoon, two tablespoons, and maybe you think that's adequate. But the reality is it could be that you're under um, dosing your system. And the only way you're going to really know that is if you have an iron checker. You need to have an iron checker. I use a basic iron checker, a HANA iron checker. That's going to tell you the parts per million of iron, the concentration of iron in your system. It's going to take out all the guessing work. Right? It's going to take it out for you. So if you check your iron right now, you may think that you're doing some damage. Or you're doing a good job, you know, you're putting it in there. You may think that it's up to par, but it could be. You may take a test right now, it may be .25 parts per million. You're going to need at least one part per million. Minimum. One part per million. You can slide by with that. Realistically you want to maintain around two to three parts per million of iron in your system for proper growth. Right? So you can un- you can be underdosing your system right now and have no clue. But you need an iron checker in order to make sure that your system is properly concentrated with iron. Now if those two are not the, uh, uh, the culprit, your pH is within range, and say your iron is within the uh, proper concentration, then we know that it's most likely, it's not, we can eliminate iron as the, the, um, the problem that you're having. But we can't even eliminate that because it could be something else. It could be something else. Some, some uh, 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 symptoms look similar. But we can't even eliminate that if we don't have the proper tools and equipment. Just the same way that the technician, the AC technician, can't come into your house and properly diagnose. You, if he came into your house and probably tried to diagnose an AC, uh, your AC without any equipment, you're going to be looking at him like, My man, go get you some equipment and come back. With, you know, with a, uh, the car dealer as well, same thing. He just takes a look at it, winging it. He may be right. That's not to say that he may not be right. He may be right when he does his diagnosis. But... It's still not, you know, you have a much better chance of being accurate if you have the right equipment. So with that being said, just go and get you the equipment. I can't give you a proper, you know, a, a proper advice if we don't even have any of these parameters. That's just going to send you around in the circles, right? So that's what anyone else out there as well. Get you the proper equipment. If you're an aquaponic grower and, you, and this is you, you're something that you're serious about doing, get you the right equipment and save yourself the headache and the hassle. This is something easy that we can, you know, get rid of right here. And you probably spent weeks on this, trying to figure out what it is, and all it is is a few tests, boom, 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 and you're done. Right? So get your get your right equipment, alright? Salah, Muhammadi. Alright, so let's move on to the next one. It's the last one for right now. This is from Lisa Wood. It says, Is there a bead filter for a small system that does not cost a lot? I'm trying to start a backyard aquaponics system. There's so much different information out there. I wanna make sure I get the correct thing that I need to run my system efficiently. Now this is a good question, but it's a question that requires some clarification because I don't know what you mean by is there an expensive bead filter out there? I don't know what inexpensive is to you. That's a relative term. So one thing that might be inexpensive to one person may be expensive to another right so if you're looking at a bead filter uh, from AST the smallest version which maybe the probably a, a good amount of you guys out there would probably be using the smallest version is somewhere around I think it's 450 to 500 dollars for the you know that's the, the cheapest version there's another company I can't remember the name right now I'll put it in here um, when I edit the video um, they have uh, cheaper bead filters but the thing is I'm not sure the quality of those filters, so I can't vouch for those. But they are cheaper, but you have to keep in mind cheaper quality, you know, you get cheaper results. That's usually the correlation. But it's not always the um, the correlation, but it typically is. So if someone has any experience with the other bead filter, then you, you know, you can let me know. But I, I don't have that experience with it, so I really don't know. But it's around 400, uh, 450 to $500 for the cheapest one from AST the bubble bead filter now I don't know if that's expensive to you some people that's like an arm and a leg They're about to break their neck trying to afford that to other people that's like that's it so it's a relative so I can't give you I can't tell you if, it, if it's cheap or not to you you have to answer that question but it's around 450 to 500 bucks and um, then you have yourself a bead filter alright so these are the questions right now for this week or for right now like I said you guys can submit your questions Uh, your comments or whatever you're looking to get answered, and um, I'll be able to help you guys out. I'm looking forward to seeing what you guys have and uh, being able to provide information to the best of my ability to you guys to help you guys get to growing, man, because you guys need to be growing. Y'all missing out, man. I got some fruits that I'm about to be experimenting with right now. Of course, I got the leafy greens, swizzle uh, 0011. Get your eyes off my kale, man. Grow your own. I still got my Swiss chart I'm about to munch on these 50,000 vegetables coming up right after this um, I got some other Asian greens it's, it's heating up right now so you know the selection is uh, is limited but I got some greens growing we got the fruits growing these about to pop up I'm gonna see how these do i um, in this system I got my hypothesis on how I think these are gonna grow in here but uh, we're gonna have to see how that that turns out you know we got the fish of course everything is popping off still but you guys are missing out man aquaponics is fire it's fire man once you get this thing going you got the right stuff man and and you know you got at least the basic the fundamentals down this thing is like a piece of cake man it's like i don't even know what's going on everyone should have something like this but anyways with that being said you guys leave a question comment and i'll try to uh feature it on the next video all right this is brooklyn st michael with the school of aquaponics reminding you to stop walking and get you a car.